I have to say, I just thought you were, oh, the sexiest man in the whole wide world last time <laughs> we did this. Mud. Yep. 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 There's something sexy about being able to experience your spouse engaging in something that you love doing. Yeah. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, the absolute best way to make your spouse feel loved and encouraged. Yeah, I think we should get a little bit more adjectives in that title <laughs> to tell everyone how good of an idea this is. It's a great Brilliant. idea. I mean, just wisdom is oozing from us in this episode. Yes. And and humility, too, probably. Yes. And warm fuzzies. <laughs> and, and lots of warm fuzzies. You ready? Yep. Okay, here we go. Here's one from yesterday. Okay. You and I went on a little hike yesterday. Oh, we did, didn't we? We did. How far did we end up hiking? Mm, 7.2-ish miles. 7.2 miles. And we're going on these hikes because we're actually helping you prepare for the Tough Mudder coming up in September. End of, sep- end of end September. Of the, oh, my gosh. In uh, About three weeks. <laughs> yes. Yikes. About three weeks. <laughs> And we live next to a beautiful set of hiking trails right next to our house here. So you get to go and hike on the mountain all the time. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you end up hiking by yourself because I have to be somewhere for a meeting early in the morning. And usually, you know, do early hikes. Yeah, because you just get up early and go for it to beat the heat. And if I don't go in the morning, then I just don't do it at all. But when I go hiking with you. Tell me about does that feel? Oh, I love when you go hiking with me. It's. I don't go hiking because I love nature and I like to enjoy things. I do it because I need to train. Yeah. And I have had to work really hard to help myself to enjoy that training time by going, okay, look at all this beautiful nature around me so I can get through the training easier. But doing it by myself is so boring and so lonely and sometimes really hard to stay motivated to do. Yeah. And when you tell me that you're going to come with me, I just get so excited about it, even if that means that I have to train differently. Mm -hmm. Because when I go up there, I hike up, lug myself up to the top. And once I get to the top and my heart rate comes down, I like to run down the hill because it's the only time in my entire life that I can run somewhere without having an asthma attack because I'm going downhill. So when you come with me, that means I have to change how I train. But I just love having you with me. Yeah. And yesterday, given my history of back problems and things like that, up until now, how far have I been able to travel with you on a good day? Um, Maybe once around. Yeah. Which is about a mile and a half or so. Yeah. And then my back gets really tired and it's just uh, really difficult. Yes. But my back has been getting better, actually. It has been. I've been changing some things in my life and my back pain is significantly reducing, which is lovely. It's amazing. And yesterday we did one loop around and and we started the second loop and you were expecting me to do two loops. And then the third time we came to the left turn to head up the mountain again. And I turned around to give you a kiss because I figured you were going to go either go down home or you were going to go back to the meeting point at our meeting point. And you said, let's go. And I was like, oh, Okay. Yep. And I I needed to do seven miles. So three times around is about four miles. Yep. So I was like, all right, he's done three around, so okay. Yeah. 
And so we get around to the end. We get to the top, and I'm talking about that I got to do two more yeah. still. And and what do you want to do? How's your back doing? And I check in with yeah, you all the, time. all the time. Do I need? Do we need to stop and take a break? Yeah. I need to stop and take a break. And yeah. I'm just constantly aware of how your back sure. was and wanting to make sure that I'm not overexerting or going to need 911 to get me off the mountain. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And so we finished up the third lap and we came to our post where we turned left and head up the mountain again. And you said, let's go. And I was like, okay, we're going one more. So I did a fourth lap. A fourth lap. Yep. As we were going up to the top in the fourth lap, I was like, well, do you want to wait up at the top of the mountain yep. for me so I can get my last lap in? Yep. And then we can and, finish And then together. we can finish together. And you're like, no, no, let me just, I'll just go down to the bottom and then drop you off and then I'll go back to our meeting place. Yep. And wait for you as you come down yep. again. And I was like, okay, that sounded fair to me. That yep. w- that was just fine. So we make it to our post we one more time where we have to turn left and head up the mountain. Yep. And I turn around to give you a kiss. And you're like, let's go. And I was like, what? <laughs> one more? You're going to do one more with yeah. me? Yeah. It was just, I, I was so tickled. And it was slower. It was. Even for me, it was slower. I was I was starting to hurt, and it was getting tiring, and I haven't hiked seven miles in one shot in years. Right. I and mean, I'm, the most that you've done with me is probably three and a half, no, probably four. Four miles, yeah. Four miles. Yeah. And your calves were killing yeah, you the next day. Yeah, I was really struggling. And so... Yeah. And you haven't hiked with me a whole lot in no. the last couple of weeks, yeah. so I was pretty worried. But so I we kept... finished five laps. We did seven point two miles. Yeah, we got home. It was a long. I was tired. I took a nap. But I want to talk about the idea of you are doing this to train for something that's important to you. Why is it important for you to do a tough mutter? Why do you like doing tough mutters? Why do I like doing them? That's a funny question. Uh, let me just start with this in general. Okay. I love doing mud runs. Yep. Typically, they're a 5K, maybe a 10K. The Tough Mudder has a 5K and a 10K option, but it also has a 15K option, which is what, when I very started first started into mud runs, that was the only option that my cousin who yeah. introduced me gave me. He said, if we're going to do one, we're doing the full thing because you need to experience the full thing. And I'm so thankful that he told me that because here's why I love mud runs, because I love the sense of accomplishment that I feel when I get done, no matter how hard it is, no matter whether I can do all of the obstacles or not, I feel such a huge sense of, look what I just found out I was capable of. How do you feel about yourself? Yes, that I had no idea that I was capable. I feel amazing. You feel amazing. Yes, I I am so proud of myself. I mean, just giddy with excitement. Yeah. And that excitement and giddiness and pride lasts for several weeks afterwards. And if I didn't care about that, if I said, this is your thing, go hiking, go training and go up to Seattle and do this and, you know, good for you. Well done. But I wasn't involved. I wasn't engaged. Oh, you should have just. okay. so just listeners. So, you know, I am a very kinesthetic person. So words coming up with feeling words don't always Mm -hmm. I can't always come with them. So I'm talking about how excited I am. I'm sharing with you guys right now how excited I am about doing them and what I feel. And I feel all of that on the inside. And as soon as Paul's face changed and he started to ask me that question, I felt heartbroken on the inside. Like, what do you mean? 
I would be heartbroken if you weren't interested or saw the value in that. It would make me feel like I'm not very valuable and what I do is not important. And something that makes me feel so confident, you wouldn't want to be a part of that. Yeah. So let's be clear. I'm not being derogatory. I'm not saying you suck. You can't do this. Why are you even bothering? I mean, you're not as fast as the, I'm not being derogatory. No, no, no. But if I'm just not even engaged, if I'm just detached from this and it's just your thing and I'm doing my thing over here, you'd still be heartbroken. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it on the <laughs> I inside. I can see it on your face. It's like I felt this shift like, yeah. wait a minute. I was just feeling all real good about it. And he had to go and ruin my. <laughs> you harshed my buzz. Yes, exactly. exactly. That's why we're talking about this is because I think this is an incredibly important experience that you and I are going through right now that a lot of couples might be missing out on mm-hmm. where a spouse, a husband or a wife isn't derogatory, but they're also not engaged. They're right. also not making it a shared experience. It's an individual experience. And I don't go hiking seven miles with you because I like hiking seven miles. I go hiking with you because when we go hiking, you get to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And you process about all your fears about doing the mud run and what it's going to be like. And so for three hours yesterday, you got to just download all of your feelings about this thing. And I just got to hike behind you. Yeah. Listening and and I didn't I didn't realize it until you pointed that yeah. out. And it's true. When you go with me, I talk a lot about my fears, my yeah. my feelings, just about myself, my 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 physical limitations. Right. So in the past years, yeah. um, for the Tough Mudder, that has been an annual cousins get together, play in the mud kind of day. You and two other cousins. Yes, me and, and my two cousins and one of their spouses yep. and it's kind of a group effort yeah, and there's safety and security and doing something like that with yeah. people that you know and love yeah. and this year I'm doing it by myself yeah. so I have a lot more things that are coming up like oh man yeah. how am I going to do this and yeah when you're there with me I can process through those I don't have to think about it alone anymore yeah. and some of the things that I'm afraid about you help me realize you don't need to be afraid about them yeah. or just being able to verbalize it out loud with you while I'm moving, yeah. doing it while I'm like we're hiking up the backside of the mountain. That's like this straight up practically hillside and my heart rate is up at 170 and I'm freaking out about how am I going to get through Loch Ness Monster, which is this thing in water that you have to climb over, but it spins and you can only do it when you have people yeah. helping you. And yeah. I'm not going to have my people yeah. or it's just some of the harder things. If you can talk about them while you're experiencing hard, your brain processes it differently. Yeah. It's a little therapy session it up is. on the mountain when we're hiking. But I got to tell you my experience in this because it is a lot of fun to be your cheerleader, to be Uh. engaged in this with you, to do something that's going to even make it possible for you to have that feeling that you described, that sense of accomplishment, that sense of confidence that you get every time you walk away with from one of these mud runs, you just glow. And I love seeing that on your face. I love seeing you become the best version of yourself. And as a husband, I'm going to do everything possible, anything I can to encourage that. And even if that means I got to get up at six in the morning and go hiking on the mountain with you, I'm glad to do that over and over and over again if you get to walk away feeling like 
an entirely new person. Yeah. Like someone who's growing and changing. And that. That's a joy for me to do with you as well. It's not about hiking anymore. It's right. about the marriage. Right. And you do this for me a lot of times. I'll be working on something that my sense of accomplishment and self-worth doesn't come from physical activities. Right. It's usually from something intellectual or I come up with an idea or a program or a, a talk I've given sure. or something. And it's like, hey, I want you to be excited with me and yeah. for me. And when you do that, it's like, oh man, I can live off of that for three weeks now. Yep. That's just exciting. We have to make conscious decisions to be engaged in each other's success. It's my job to help you become the best version of yourself, whatever that costs me. Yeah. And it's your job to help me become the best version of myself at whatever cost that costs you, even though I try to keep that as low as possible. You want to see me become a better human being, right? Oh, of course. And I want to see you become a better human being. And that makes a pretty good marriage. It does. And a lot of people, how are you feeling right now? I can see it in your eyes. Oh, warm and lovey-dovey. <laughs> I can see it. For those, you can probably hear it in her voice too. She's just got these little sparkly twinklies in her eyes yep. as we're talking here. But a lot of couples don't have this. A lot right. of couples, it's maintenance conversations that they only have. They don't get to have that encouragement from their spouse. They don't get to have these shared experiences. Right, I was going to say the and shared experiences. It's just so disappointing. They f feel so lonely. They feel so detached. They feel so isolated. And that's a painful, painful experience to be in. And we want to recognize and say we're yeah. fortunate that we have this. And this has come because we've put a lot of energy and effort into learning how to be married people. Right. Being married is a skill that you can develop. And we've practiced getting good at this. And that's why we have some lovely stories to share with you, dear listener. But if you don't have this in your life, we want to encourage you and say that it's still possible. It yeah. might take a little bit of work, but it is absolutely possible to create this kind of relationship when both of you, when a husband and a wife together go, we, we want to focus on making our relationship better here. We want to focus on everything we can to make my husband or my wife the best version of themselves. Yeah. And even if you aren't receiving it, you can absolutely give it. And even if it's not reciprocated right away, you are still doing what's right and you yes. are always doing something that's going to help make your marriage better. It, it never makes it worse. Right. It costs you a little bit up front, but it is one of the best ways to end up having a, a really good marriage is to have this attitude to intentionally shift into your brain that says, I want to make sure everything I do helps my husband or my wife become the best version of themselves. So what can I do to do that today? Yes. Whether it's a seven mile hike or whether it's looking at some website I built or whether it's whatever it is between you and me. Yesterday it was hiking. And and this Saturday it's going to be you're oh. doing you're doing a five K mud run with me. Yeah, I'm doing my second mud run with you. Yes. We don't run. So let's just call yeah. it mud walk, mud but walking, obstacle yeah. course. Yeah. And that's fun to do together. It, I actually had a good time last time. So I have to say I just thought you were oh the sexiest man in the whole wide world last time <laughs> we did mud. this. Yep. 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 There's something sexy about being able to experience your spouse engaging in something that you love doing yeah. and experiencing that with them so that when you're finished, yep. 
you can talk about yeah. the different elements of what you just did yeah. and you both experienced it together exactly. instead of me getting done with my runs telling you yeah. oh this I did this and I did this and yeah. I I climbed up this really scary thing and you're going oh that's great which you're really excited for me yeah. but when you're there and you see it with me and you do it too there's just something really really great about that it's a, it's really it's a universal principle I did this with my kids when the boys were younger and I went up to them and said teach me how to play video games yes I don't care about video games. No. I don't like video games, but my kids love video games. And so when I said, teach me, I want to play with you. Oh man, they were feeling the love. We yes. had really good memories from that. It might mean that I have to learn how to sew as you're, you know, making something for the kids. Or if you came out and sat in the garage while I'm changing the oil on the car, right. you don't have to change the oil on the car with me. But if you're just out there with me, now we're engaging in each other's lives and the things that we love. Yes. That's how you build intimacy, connection. You're no longer lonely and marriage just gets sweeter and sweeter. And you might get to experience the same glazed over googly <laughs> eyes that my wife's giving me right now. Just little sparkles in her eyes and yep. all those squishy feelings she's describing. Yep. You might get to experience some of that as well because it's actually pretty good. Yeah. And we want as many couples who are listening to this to be able to experience that. Yes, so. we do. Anyway, that was our yesterday. Yep. And we'll let you know how the mud runs go because you'll probably hear about it on the podcast here. And yeah. It's not about the mud runs. It's about how it affects our marriage. Exactly. Okay. We'll see if we have any good fights on the way up to Seattle. <laughs> we can share. <laughs> no, no, no fights. No fights. Don't jinx it, man. Don't we haven't it. had one in a while. Anyway. I think that's it. I think so. Lovely. Thank you, dear listener, for joining us on our journey here, and we will see you next time. All righty. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.